today's Gemara in Yuma, Daf, Yod, Aleph, all the learning for this month, the month of Yer. As we forge well into the Mesechta of Yuma, should be sponsored as a Schos Rufua Shlema, the month of Rufua Shlema, for Rivka Bas Basheva, as well as Naftali Sibim Michal Esther, by a generous friend of the Daf, Amir Tashem, the Chaylim Shev, a tremendous Rufua, the Schos of the entire Chabura, which I appreciate everyone's feedback, as, as well from the wonderful review sheet, whoever wants, please reach out. They're on the website, ccdaf.org. As we always say, the most important is the Chazara, the clarity as we try to give. So the Chaylim Rivka Bas Basheva, Naftali Sibim, Michal Esther should have a tremendous refuah. Of course, the rest of our Chaylim and Benfica Chaim and Sarshim Sivan Radio Sarbas Kanadi to Basim with Chaysay Yusulam and Middle Eastern Shavalation was an Omir Shavigri for Yahanafal Domini to Riva. Shmobanti of the Hanra is in the Chaybas in the Brokhov Tavi Musa, then in the Bashan Mindel Simcha Tavia Menavaga Fesha, Sivan Fagan Divero, Nikhilis Vilna Sahili, Huba Menachamendo Mentaiva, Besayshakhali Israel, as well as Cheshiva at Alea Basita, and Menachamendo Ben Alisheva. And I'm sorry, I forgot to mention one last Chayle, Sarah Bas Kaylo also should have a tremendous refuah Shlema. And that is today's daf. Let's break it up. Yoda Aleph, daf Yoda Aleph, we're on the bottom of Yoda Menbeis. And as we mentioned yesterday, today is Mezuzah Day. Hilchais Mezuzah on today's daf. Well, if we'll have time to mention some of the halachas, we will try. Perhaps we'll try to put up a separate share in Hilchais Mezuzah. Let's try to get there. Says the Gemara on the very bottom of Yod Amirbeis. Man Tana Lahad Tana Rabbanan. Who is the following Tana? Let's just speak out. Let's just remind everyone where we're holding. We're holding within a Machlekes Rav Yehuda and the Chachamim. Did the Lishkas Barhejin have a Mezuzah? Yes. Everyone agreed during the seven days that the Kohen Gadol was there, there was a Mezuzah. The question is, why was that Mezuzah there? The Chachamim said his real obligation. Rav Yudah said there's no obligation, it's a Dinder Abanan. What is that Machlaikis between Rav Yudah and the Chachamim? That was yesterday's daf. We had a Machlaikis, Rava and Abaye. Abaye said everyone agrees that the seven days you needed the Mezuzah are real obligation, even Rav Yudah. The Machlaikis was one of the rest of the year. Abaye learned that the rest of the year, according to the Chachamim, there was a Mezuzah on the Lishkis Parhedrin. According to Rav Yudah, there was not, there was no Gezeir to put it there. Rav said, no, that is not the Machlaikis. It's a, it's a larger Machlaikis. Machlaikis by Sukkah, Machlaikis by Lishkis Parhedrin. By Sukkah, Rav Yudah, Dieras Kava, you need a Mezuzah, Rabbanan held Dieras Aray. As well, by us, by the Lishkas Barhejin, Rav Yudah held it's a forced dwelling. The Kengel didn't have a choice. Forced dwelling is not called dwelling, which obviously everyone is hearing very simply. It would sound like a jail is a forced dwelling. You don't need a mezuzah there as well, which is the opinion of many Paiskim. Others mentioned that no, jails nowadays, they might be forced, but they're so nice, they're so beautiful. Maybe there is a reason to be Machayev a mezuzah. Of course, if there's Goyim there, that's automatically a reason. Any room, house, dwelling, building with Goyim that are going to be Mavaz the mezuzah, you're not allowed to put up a mezuzah. That was the opinion of. Abaye. Now we continue. Mantana Lord Tana Rabana and moving along to Yiralfam and Aleph. Who is the following Tana? Kola Sharim Shay Shamla Yelemizza. All the Sha'arim, all the gates in the base of Migdash did not have a Mazizah Khoz? Mishar Nikanar. The only gate that had a Mazizah was Shar Nikanar. Shalafnemi Manu Lishkas Barhejin. Because inside of it was the Lishkas Barhejin. We'll just point out parenthetically where the Lishkas Barhejin was and how Shar Nikanar was opening into Lishkas Barhejin is a bit difficult. We're going to leave that for now. Today we're going to focus on the mezuzah aspect. But says the Brisa clearly that Lishkas Barhejin had a real mezuzah. Says the Gemara. This sounds like the Rabbanan that it's a real obligation to put mezuzah on Lishkas Barhejin. This does not sound like Rav Yehuda that it's some rabbinic decree later. According to Rav Yehuda, the whole obligation on Lishkas Barhejin is a Dinder Abanan. So they're going to go and make a Gzeira to put on Shar Nikanar, another Dinder Abanan? We don't say Gzeira like Gzeira. Answers the Gemara, no. Afilutema Rav Yehuda. 
Kula Chadik is here. As we see many times, it's always difficult to know when we're allowed to see this answer or not. Says Gemara, there was one Gezeira, Lishkas Parhedrin, and Shar Nikanar. Taner Avanan, once we started the topic of Mizazah, we go well into Mizazah. Bisharecha, it says in the Torah, Uchsavtem al Mizazah's Beisecha, Ubisharecha. The Mizazah's on your house and on your gate. Says the Gemara, what is Bisharecha? Echad shari batim, your house, the gate of your house. Echad shari chatzirois, the gate of your courtyard. Echad shari medinois of the city. Echad shari yaris of the town. Yeish bahen chayvas mezuzah. They have an obligation of mezuzah limakim to God. Why? Mishem shenemar uchsav tem al mezuzah beisecha uvish arecha. All these places, houses, courtyards, cities, and towns are obligated in mezuzah. Of course, the wording of this obligation of mezuzah, lamakaim, to God, is an interesting wording, perhaps pointing out that when someone puts up a mezuzah, he should not be doing it for the ulterior motive of all the wonderful skula and shmira that the mezuzah affords, but rather doing it for God. But says the Gemara, that is the obligation. Within that obligation, there's such an important rule. Says Abayit Rav Safar, the Avulei Demechuzah, the, the gates of Mechuzah. My time alone. What's going on? There's no Mechuzah. The gate is there as support for the Tower of Kubi. What do we see for this Gemara? One of the most important rules in all of Mezuzah. That when a room, a doorway, a wall, or something is there as support, it's not there to be a door then there is no obligation of mezuzah. To give the simplest case, if you have a big, if you have two rooms, and which often people do when they do renovations, and you knock down one wall, make it one tremendous room, one big room with one big function, one tremendous dining room, the table smack in the middle. But it happens to be that when they broke open the room, they left up a bit of the doorpost. Why? It's a support beam. They couldn't take it down. So do you have to put up a mezuzah there? Say the place come, no, based off of this Kamara. It's only there for support. Support is not an obligation of mezuzah. I'll point out, Often it's not as clear. Often it does split the room in half. You made a one big room, but it's still two halves of the room. The eating part of the kitchen and the, the kitchen part of the kitchen. So in such a case, there very well might be an obligation, perhaps an obligation, but that is the rule that when something is there for support, there's no obligation of mezuzah. What about the tower itself of Kubi? Why did the tower have a mezuzah? The watchmen of the jail lived in the tower. So a shul that had a dwelling for the chazin of the shul, so we see the dwelling for one person is enough. So why did the tower of Kubi have a mezuzah? Parenthetically, we see that a shul is only obligated if there's a person who lives there. If there's no person who lives there, seemingly, there's a tour of a mezuzah on a shul, which we know most of our shuls have mezuzahs. The simple reason being that our shuls are also used to learn. And a base medjish is a big machlekes, but we're machmer to put a mezuzah on a base as well, we use our shuls often for other items. They're built with a tanai, with a condition. We use them for eating and sleeping and other items. Not sleeping, but eating and other things. So, besides the Gemara, so why did the Tower of Kubi have a mezuzah? It's sakana to put a mezuzah there. This is similar to the rule I mentioned before, that when you have a partnership with a guy, you don't put a mezuzah as well. Whenever there's a place, if it's going to be in a public area, you can't have a mezuzah. If it's going to be a sakana. Detanya, mezuzah is yochid, nevdek is pamayim b'shavua, twice every seven years. Vishal rabim, pamayim b'yoyvel, 
twice every 50 years. He was checking the mezuzahs in the upper shuk, one of the officers found him, and also men who elves those gave him a terrible fine. So what do we see? We see that if it's a part of a sakana, then he could have a patur from mezuzah. So too by us, they didn't have the mezuzah on the Tower of Kubi because it was Zarkana. The Gemara now asks, parenthetically on the story, You shouldn't get damaged when you're doing a mitzvah. So if he was going to check the mezuzahs, why did he get damaged? Answers the Gemara, porn rule. If it's a known damage, that's different. We've had this passage before. Shmuel said to God, How can I go up? Maybe Shaul's going to hear. Vargani's going to kill me. What does Hashem respond? Hashem doesn't say, What do you mean you're going up to do the coronation? You're going up to do a mitzvah? God responds, Take a cow in your hand, take an animal, look like you're making a carbon, and then they won't bother you. So what do we see? We see when it's Vati Ezeka, Kava Ezeka, certain damage, do not rely on the fact that you're doing a mitzvah. Vamarta, Hashem says to Shmuel, You should say, You're going to bring a carbon for Hashem. Rav Kahana continues in the Gemara, Kamei to Rav Yudah, Beisat Tavin, Beisat Bokar, Beisat and Beisat, he trace between Menam Azazah, Mordinim Azazah, houses of straw, houses of cattle, a barn, houses of wood, a storehouse, a storehouse where all put there from Azazah. Why are they put from Azazah? Says the Brisa, says Rav Kahana, I should say, Mimnei Shanashim Neisis Bahen, because women use them. We have these rooms, storage rooms, and barns, and other areas that they're put there from Azazah, says Rav Kahana, because women use them. Umayni Usim, what do they use them for? The woman used to bathe in the barn, whatever that means. So because the woman is bathing there, she's undressed simply. Therefore, it's putter from a mezuzah, says Rav Kehano. Amrli Rav Yehuda, time of the Reichatzais. Is that why it's putter? What does it sound like? Hastama, if you have any of these rooms, cattle, barns, storehouses, are chayavin. Vatanya, we learned Rav is pucker with two men of mezuzah. A barn is potter because a barn stinks and smells. So why are you, Rav Kana, teaching me the reason why the Pisa Bakar is potter because a woman bathed there? It should be potter because it stinks. Ella Rav Yudah argues. My neusais, what does it mean, neusais? Miskashtois. It means that the woman used it to put on their makeup. It's their powder room. And this is Pshan and the Bryce that says, Rav Yudah, you got it wrong, Rav Kahana. Even though the woman put up the jewelry there, still they are Potter. Still the room is Potter. Meaning it's not telling me the reason it's Potter is because they wash. Rather it's telling me even though you would think it's an obligation. Meaning it's generally Potter because it's base Bakar. It's Potter because it's a room that stinks. But maybe because the fact that women go and women put on makeup that's a reason to obligate it. Still the Bryce says it's Potter. Amalia of Kahana, of Kahana responds, last narrow line. Shanashim is kashas and peturin, is that true? Fatani learned in a brisa, first medium sized line, Rafa's bucket between men and Zaza. Vishanashim is kashas with Hayovis Mimizaza. We see clearly if a woman uses a room to put on makeup. Is a chiyuv. Elamayis lachlameimer says Rav Kahana, what are you going to answer me? Miskashto tanoi. You're going to tell me true. You found the brace that says if they put on makeup, it obligates. You tell me it's One brace that says it's potter. One brace says it's chayiv. So you know what I'm going to answer you? Says Rav Kahana. Le'deinamistamatanoi. A regular barn is machloikis tanoi. Detanya, as we learned in a brace. Now the Gemara is going to quote a brace. 
a Braisa that's going to have, we'll, we'll break the Braisa into three parts, and the Gemara is going to show up both Rav Kahana and Rav Yehuda, learn up this Braisa. Beisecha, Beisecha, miyuchalucha. Says the Braisa, it says Beisecha, Uchsatma Mazuz, Beisecha, your house. What does that come to say? Miyuchalucha has to be for you. Prala Beisa, Tevin Beisa, Bakar Beisa, Eitzi Beisa, Oizresh, Shabbatur Menazazah. Part number one of the Braisa. If you have a storage room, a wood room, a, 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 a shed, all these places, Potter Menazazah. Viyesh. Part number two in the Braisa, Mechayim says, some people say you're obligated. But MS Amru, part number three in the Braisa, really, Beisakisi, Beisaburski, Beisamerchat, a bathroom, a tannery, a shower room, Beisatvila, a mikvah, Vishanashim, a room that a woman uses, are Beturim and Amazazah. Three parts of the Braisa. Part number one, Beisecha comes to exclude storage rooms. Part number two, some say you're obligated. Part number three, bathrooms, tanneries, shower houses, are Potter. So both Rav Kahana and Rav Yehuda will Explain this according to their opinions. Rav Gana Mitaris Tamei reviewed the Mitaris Tamei. Rav Gana Mitaris Tamei Beisecha Beisecha Miyuchalucha Prala Beisat Tavin Beisat Bakar Beisat Eisim Beisat Oitzer Jabaturim and Amazos of Bistam. Rav Gana is going to explain. You know what the first part of the Brisa means? That these rooms are potter. That's the first shita. V'yeshem Mechayvim Bistam, and that's the two Brises that disagree whether there's an obligation on a barn or not. And part number three of the Brisa Be'emesam Rubei Sakisi Be'zebursi Be'zemerchus Be'zatvila Shanashim Oisus Behen My Neoisus. What does it mean that Women use it, which is Rav Kahana's shita that holds that bathing is peturim min hamazaza. Says the Gemara, Yani Hainu Merchatz. If when the Brisa means that they're using the room, it means that they're bathing. It's the same thing as a Merchatz. Answers Rav Kahana, Shmina Merchatz, the Rav Shmina Merchatz, the Yachid. Teach me two types of bathhouses. Sagadet Chamina Merchatz, the Rav in the Nafesh Zuamei. It's a lot of steam, a lot of filth. Avol Merchatz, the Yachid, your personal showers. Lo Nafesh Zuamei, Melachayim, Mezuzer Kamash Shulon. It's not. So Rav Kahana. They dissected this price exactly like a shita. We have one opinion saying a barn is obligated, a storage room is obligated. We have another opinion saying a barn and storage room is potter. And then we have teaching me that when a woman bees in a room, it is potter. I, we already learned a, a, a bathhouse. That's a public, but also teach me an extra chiddish of a singular room. That's Rav Kahano. Rav Yudimitaris Tlemeyachi Kadani. Four, five lines to the bottom. Bisecha, bisam yuchlocha prat. Bisavin, bisabakar, bisayizim, bisayizrais. Shepeturim and amazaza. When says Yes, those words in. The Brisa means it's potter even if a woman uses it for makeup. And the second part of the Brisa that says there's an obligation is referring to those that obligate for putting on makeup. A regular room that's not used for jewelry, just a regular barn storage room is potter. The end of the Brisa part three. Why? Because it's very stinky. That is part how Rav Kana explains. That is how Rav Yehuda explains. Ask the Gemara. Will Rav Yehuda stomach divriyak kol potter? According to Rav Yehuda, the stam comes out that everyone is potter. Vatanya, is that true? You told me, Rav Yehuda, that mistam, a regular barn, a regular storage room is potter. Vatanya, we learned in the Braisa, lengthy Braisa on deck. Besharecha, what does that mean? Echachari batim, echachari chaseris, echachari medinois. This should sound familiar. We had this a few minutes ago. Your gates means the gates of your house, your courtyard, your Cities, Vachachari, Yaros, Verefes, Velulin, Umitevin, Vaitusian, Vaitusheman, Kayavim, Bimizaza. It says, and your gates of your cities, and Verefes, Lulin, which is your chicken coops, and your straw, and your wine storage houses, and your oil storage houses are all 
obligated in mezuzah. A clear kasha on Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said these ladies are potter. We see clearly in the Brisa they're chayiv. Now we just continue quoting the Brisa. Yoch, Hoshani, Marbai, we think we also come to include Moving along to Yerav on the base, Av Beisharach Sadrum Ar Peses. I would think maybe we also come to include a small house, which a small house that's used for a guard or a pavilion or a porch. I'm lomer bias, ma bias miuch ledira. That's be a room that you live in. You do not live in them. We'll just point out many of our porches obviously will yes have an obligation. Similarly, I'll leave it at that. Yochel Shani Mar, but the price continues. I would think we include Av Beisakisi, Beisabursi, Beisamerchas, Beisatvila. Maybe all these rooms, a bathroom, a tannery, a wash house, a make for all included. Tamalomer bias, ma bias also lekavoid, just like a house is used for dignified actions. Avkolasi lekavoid, yato elush in asuyin lekavoid. These rooms, a bathroom is not a kavoid room, so there's no mizus on it. Yochel shani mar ba'far bias, va'alishkis va'zarais. Maybe the rooms in the base semi should also be included. Tamalomer bias, ma bias shuchol avkol. Only rooms that are mundane. Which is one of the reasons a shul is excluded. Because it's Kaidash. The Beis HaMikdash says the Gemara to Yofta. That is a clear disproved opinion of Rav Yehuda. Because Rav Yehuda held that everyone agrees a Beis HaBakar, a Beis HaTevin, a storage room, a wood room is potter. And we see clearly this Brisa held at Yerchayev. Parenthetically, the end of the Brisa taught us some other fabulous Yesaitais. Taught us the reason why a bathroom is excluded because it's not a Beis Kavod. Taught us the reason why the Beis HaMikdash is excluded because it's Kaidash. And that is the Braisa. Says the Gemara, Tani Rav Shmuel Bar Yud, the Kamei Derava, continuing the theme of Elkos Mezuzah. We're about 10 lines down Yud Alpha, Amid Beis, Shisha Sharim, Beturimin Amazuzah. There are six gates which are potter from mezuzah. What are the six gates? Let's count carefully. Beis Ha'atavin, Beis Ha'bakr, Beis Ha'itzim, Beis Ha'itzim, Beis Ha'itzim, Beis Ha'itzim, Beis Ha'itzim, Beis Six gates. Six gates. That's seven gates. What's going on? You told me there are six and you counted seven. The Sharamadai, the median gate. What's the median gate? That is an arched gate, as you see on the side of your Gemara. An arched gate is a machlekes tanoim. What's the machlekes tanoim of an arched gate? The Tanim learned to the price. Keep up. So just memories of Gemara and Shabbos. We have a kippah, like a kippah. We have an archery. Mechai Rameir, Mechai Vimezuz, Vachachamim, Paitrim. Rameir obligates, Vachachamim, Pater. Vishavim. Everyone agrees. Shemyesh, Biragla, Asara, Shachayav, Vimezuzah. If on the sides, before it starts curving, if the sides are straight for tent Tentfachim, then it curves. That's not called a kippah. Everyone agrees it's obligated. Amar Abaye. The Kuliyam, another thing. Kavaya yod ve'ing beragla gimel v'lav klomi. If it's ten tfachim tall, but it's not three, but it's not four tfachim wide at the bottom three tfachim, which is really this picture to magnify on the side of the Gemara. This picture over here, as you see, it curves the whole way, the whole time it's curving in. What's going on over there is there's not four, it has to obviously be four wide. The four wide is within, is starts less than three tfachim up. 
Meaning, within the first three Tvachim, it starts going narrow. So what we mean is, as soon as that point, what happens is, we don't love it, and the whole thing falls down. You don't have a doorway at all. So says Abayi, everyone agrees, if within the first three Tvachim of height, it gets narrower than four, everyone agrees, it's not called a doorway. Inami, yesh biragla gimel, if within the first three, ve'in gavoya yod, if it's not ten tall, v'lav komi, then it's also not good. Lo'y nechliku, what's the machlaikas, elevegaiva yod, v'yish biragla it's ten tall, and there's a three tefachim gap at the bottom where it's four, and then it starts getting narrower. But you could chisel it out to get the four. Rameir savar chaykin lashlim chisel out. Rabban and savri ain't chaykin lashlim. Here's your picture. Here's your picture, which we've seen many times in the Gemara and Shabbos. As you see over here, that for three tefachim, courtesy of Hartzkel, that for three tefachim over here, it's four wide, and then it starts getting narrow. So the question is, do we say chaykin lashlim? Do we go and we could carve out that area in order to make it a ten by four doorway? That is going to be the machlekes Rameir and the chachamim. Says the Gemara, and that's the end of that discussion. A little bit further. A shul. A woman's house. A house of partners. Is obligated in mezuzah. Of course. You would have think, you know what the boss comes to teach me? And not her house. Beisecha. And not a plural house of partners. Kamash Malan. It teaches me that they are obligated. Even a woman's house. And even a partner house. Says Marva, How do you know? Maybe it's Beisecha. Not a woman's house. Beisecha. Not a partner's house. Amar Kras says the Torah. What is the reward of mezuzah? You get a long life. Of course. Women also need long life. Partners also need long life. So they are included. So why do we need the Pasuk Which side do you put the mezuzah on? We know the right. But what's the reason the right? Because the way you go into the house, and how do you go into the house? When you walk into the house, you put your right foot in first. Therefore, that's why it goes on the right side of the house. How many fabulous dinim we've learned the mezuzah. Let's take it for one more minute. Tanyi Idach. We learned in another Raisa. These places have a din of Toma Negayim. Says Gemara, Pshita, of course they are. What's the reason you would think not? So Mao, the Tema, I would have thought to Basha, Loya, Bayis. It says in the Pasik, and the one who comes into the house, Loy, Valayla, Loy, Valayla, Hen, a similar Joshua by Tsaras, it says he comes into Loy, you would think it's only you, but not a female's house, not a law. Loy, and not a plural house, Lahen, Kamash Malan, to teach me there is a din of Negayim, in din of Tsaras on their house. Mamish, last week's Parsha. Maybe they are exact. Amar Kras says in the Torah, the base Eretz Achuzaschem. The pasuk says with regard to Saras, it's going to be the house of your Achuzaschem, your inheritance. It just says bias, which comes to include everything. Eloloi lamali. So why does it say loi? Answers the Gemara. Mishamiyachid beisai loi. This means that Saras comes in a house who keeps his house to himself. She'enai roitzeh lahashel kelav. Someone who doesn't want to give out his kelim. Vaimer and he says she'enai kadosh baruch hu mefarsamai. God's not going to. 
tell anyone. So what happens when he has to clear out his house because of Saras? Parat So this comes to exclude. Again, someone who doesn't lend items, he's going to get Saras and God's going to expose the whole world that he had all these items he's not lending. This comes to exclude. If you lend your kingdom to other people, then you will not get Saras. Why? Because there's no reason to expose your house. What the wonderful lima that we're learning, the power of doing Gemilas Chasadim, of lending things to others. We'll, le- we'll leave it over here, but we'll pick up with the basic Knesset tomorrow.